Um, I thought, Paul, we would talk maybe about the, the four absolutes, which came from the, uh, you know, the, uh, the Oxford group and transferred over. Um, so they, they um, I'm going to, I'm just going to read a paragraph on them and then I'll put them into the, into the chat or someone else can. So on the absolutes, our consideration of the absolutes individually leads to a few conclusions. The 12 steps represent our philosophy. The absolutes represent our objectives and self-help and the means to attain them. Honesty, which is one, being the ceaseless search for truth. It is our most difficult and yes, most challenging objective. It is a long road for anyone, but a longer road for us to find the truth. Purity is easy to determine. We know what is right and wrong. Our problem here is the unrelenting desire to do what that which is right. Unselfishness is the stream in which our sober life must flow. The boulevard down which we must march triumphantly by the grace of God, ever alert, be, uh, ever alert against being sidetracked into a dark, obscure alley along the way. Our unselfishness must penetrate our whole life, not just our deeds for others, for the, for the gift, the greatest gift we bestow on others is the example of our own life as a whole. Love is the median, medium, the blood of the good life, which circulates and keeps alive its worth and beauty. It is not only our circulatory system within ourselves, but it is our medium of communication to others. That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not of that school in a way. <clears throat> the uh, absolutes for me don't work. Uh, on a relative level. They work influencing a relative level, but an, try, an action figure trying to live an absolute life is going to be a very rigid, stick-up-an-ass action figure. And uh, that's, that's not been my experience or my observation of the effects of the program on me. Uh, I lost interest in constantly trying to be unselfish. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. It's just a different, it's a, yeah. as a member I view, my view is, uh, it's not a non-relenting vigilance or anything like that. It's just a more of a being completely right-sized and you may be all that you think about, but you're not much, really. Yeah, and so you become a lot. You're like a, a one of you know, like a, a, a someone who appears in a giant epic, not the star of a a B movie, so to speak. Yeah, and so uh, 
the only absolute for me concerning alcoholism is the first step. Yes, is that I am powerless over alcohol, whatever it may be else, drugs, whatever, and my managing has made my life unmanageable. That's how I see it. I don't believe the unmanageability is, is a, an effect of the cause of drinking too much. I believe my starting to drink was a form of managing the irritability, restlessness, and disease of active alcoholism. You know, I tried to drink to get relief from that. I didn't, I didn't realize that I was reinforcing that by my attempting to get relief from it. And so uh, as most addictions uh, end up, it's a very unsatisfying solution to an underlying problem. It just doesn't work. So uh, the absolute for me is uh, I'm not managerial quality and I can change how I'm feeling, but basically I never changed the basis conditions and uh, circumstances. So I rather submit myself to be changed. And that's what happened in hindsight with the program. I was sufficiently enough beaten that when I came, I was open to suggestions. I took those suggestions. They became habits. Those habits became my insurance policy because there'll be moments when my willingness may not look too enthusiastic, but when I have the right habits in place, those are bridges to the next spurt of willingness or enthusiasm. So uh, what I found to be incredibly important as I continued on the program was trying to see the exact nature of the wrong because I heard a lot of sharing about the effects of the exact nature, but I didn't get here a diagram or a description of how actually that defeat by self manifests. Yeah, I know the manifestations, but how, what's the, what's the platform that's allowing such a massive defeat of me through me seemingly as me and seemingly by me. What is there? What's the prior condition for that to happen? Where I'm con the, on the only way I can see it from the delusion of being identified is managing better. You know, maybe I won't have a three-year prison sentence. I'll go three months and that will be a level of success or Maybe I'll have a three-month relationship instead of one-night stands. So there'll be very small changes. Of course, the contrast is great, so it's really great in a way. But basically, the dynamic of how or where I'm living from hasn't changed. You know, the, uh, the bondage of self is alive and well after you get into recovery as before you were in recovery. So, <laughs> that, that, that makes me quite curious. And being involved in a community of people in recovery and seeing how many of us 
get defeated by these manifestations that go back to drinking, that don't, don't live a joyous, contented, satisfied life, but are plagued to so many, to such a level that many of us may take our own lives by this inherent problem going on in one's head. And the relief for me starts and stops and ends there, really, is to get relief from the fundamental basis that's allowing all this shit to occur and thrive in, which, and it has to be where I am. I mean, I must be uh, the attractive environment for the parasite of alcoholism to thrive in, yeah? And so I feel the alcoholism is an amplification of what's always already there, which is the addiction to self. The mental state's addicted addiction to being Paul, yeah? To an absurd level where I become like the center of the universe and everything else is seen as how it pertains to me. That's an extremely myopic, self-centered view. And that basic way of living allows a lot of other stuff to land and thrive in it. And one of them was alcoholism. Being obsessed with self was like the perfect landing, uh, you know, the tarmac for alcoholism to land and unload, yeah? And to amplify certain things about me to a point where it produced incredible amount of havoc and consequences, yeah? So I washed up on the shores of AA and perhaps there was a better way and I entertained that better way and I still entertaining it. And while I was entertaining this better way of trusting something infinite, I started to recognize finite self. <laughs> I just did. I saw it as something other than me. That was the pivotal moment, because if you're in the act of being identified and you don't know it, the revelation of when the grace actually has shifted you is you see what you thought was you as not you. That's the consequence of the grace. And I saw it wasn't me. And I saw the thoughts that were going through my head all day weren't mine. Yeah, I didn't ask for them, basically. They seem to get delivered. I don't even sign for them. They show up and then they, and then they provoke a reaction and that reaction provokes a fucking whatever and there I go, yeah? And so uh, it was like slavery, truly. And the slavery is in the constant need to try to get out of what you're not in, getting captured by the statement of self can't get out of self. This is what I'm interested in. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, to me, the bondage of self is the idea that you're gonna be unselfish the rest of your life. Who the hell is that? Yeah? I feel the bondage of self has you in it. Everything has you in it. It's your vigilance. You're this, you're that. Yeah? And then the grace, yes, it's given a little bit of play but it's totally underestimated. We're still the big doer and the haver of things. And uh, that to me is the bondage, yeah? 
And you can't lose interest in self as self. That's self-interest. You can't. It doesn't work. So how the hell am I going to get out of this thing? I've tried every freaking way. Drugs, alcohol, fucking traveling, spirituality. Maybe there's a reason why I can't get out. Maybe I'm not in. Yeah? What a novel new direction. Maybe I'm not that. Instead of trying to deny I'm that and get out of that, maybe I'm not that. I think I got lost there for a second. Yep, your video stopped. Oh, that's fine then, as long as you can hear it. So, yeah, I love all this stuff. And to me, my attention doesn't go there. My attention goes to how am I... What's the basis of my living uh, in America? It's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. And I'm I'm reporting because I've had a lot of slices of life's pie that (laughs) these (laughs) I'm just traveling later, really. And uh, I used to hold knowledge as a very valuable thing. Sometimes it's an extra weight, really. It's unnecessary. Yeah. I'd rather stay in the, the need-to-know condition than to think I know it all. I'd rather need, have a need-to-know position and find out, you know? And a lot of times I find out I'm wrong, and that's okay. Yeah? So, but, you know, I'll tell you, if we are very much alike, let's just say with being alcoholics, yeah, then if something truly worked in this alcoholic life, I have a faith that it would work in that alcoholic life. I do, yeah? And so uh, the commonality of the problem uh, gets me really stoked about this solution because I think uh, (laughs) you, you don't have to have any requirement to get it. You just have to maybe you haven't heard it before. So at least we're going to block, we're going to knock that off the list. Now you've heard it. Yeah. Now you've heard it. Now maybe you've emphasized page 64 where you didn't before. Maybe you've gone to this thing and I don't know how you can translate it other than it's how it's said, which is being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. How can you not see that separation? (laughs) I just don't know how. Yeah. How can you not? Self and us are not the same thing. They don't point to the same thing. Self is pointing to something, the word, and us is pointing to something contrary to self. Yeah. And it's not we defeated us. It's self has defeated us. Yes. So obviously, a foreign something has defeated us. Now, okay, if you're convinced of that, then man, wouldn't you like to see how that happens? I mean, so you recognize it, and at least you can bring it to six and seven and ask it to be changed, yeah? Or, you know, instead of bringing like, oh, I got mad about the parking space, bringing that to six and seven. I mean, bring the basis of the whole thing to six and seven. Yeah. Yeah.
do I want to be, you know, I don't know. It just makes sense to me. And I'll tell you, yeah, I love tools, but I love that I don't need to use them. That's what I really love. Yeah, I love them. I love to pass on tools, but I, I really love in my own experience not to have to use them because I've outgrown the conditions that demanded a lot of skillful means. I have. I've outgrown them. Yeah. What can I do? You know, it's sort of like, you know, I don't have a lawn anymore. I don't need the lawnmower. It's in the garage, but I don't need it. Yeah, great. Yeah. So I did a lot of inventory so I could see something that allows me not to do so much inventory anymore. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want to be a master of holes because therefore I'll have to keep falling into holes to know about holes more. I want to bypass holes. Yeah. And you know, the less it has to do with me, the more, the more it works, really. The more why I hope to stabilize, I'll get stabilized. Because if it's me, which is a source of agitation, wanting stabilization, it's just going to be agitated about it, yeah? It's losing interest in me that allows a lot to happen. Yeah, it does, yeah? And conversely, extreme interest in me blocks a lot of possibilities. That's what happens, yeah? So, yeah. Okay, I can't see yeah. you, so I'm not sure you're if you're done or not. But anyways, <laughs> let's move on to questions. <laughs> you know, I, I take I take cues from your face. Um, Kaiser's got a question from Facebook. Come on in, Kaiser. Hey, Paul. This question is coming from Andrew Apps. It's not completely clear, um, but it is. Can you ask Paul if the misidentification of self? is apparent, comma, from childhood or over a period of time till we came into Alcoholics Anonymous? First of all, th there's not a misidentification as self. You can't be uh, correctly identified as self. <laughs> it's just identification as self, yeah. Okay. And then the other one, could you say the last part of it? Uh, yeah, it says, Misidentification of self, is it long apparent? Is it from childhood or over a period of time when we came into AA? Oh, it's before, yeah. It, the idea of you grew early, early on. Yes? Yeah. The brain develops and then the self emerges or the idea of being a self emerges. And then a lot of the system is used to reinforce that idea. Yeah, the mental systems. You, it wasn't so when you were a baby. Yeah, you had no idea that there was a you. So when you took a shit in your pants, you didn't look like you were embarrassed because <laughs> there was no Paul that shouldn't have took a shit in his pants, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a growing into that. 
Yeah, that's it. I've done with that one. <laughs> I love the analogy. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Okay. All right. Let's see if we've got any other hands raised. I don't see any. Um, let's see. Uh, Dave will come in. He's got his yeah. hand. Yeah, I have. Hi, hi, Paul. It's Dave. How are you doing? Good to see you. Um, so I had a situation the other day, and it's just, it, it really threw me, is um, I was driving, and I've been in a real serene place for a long time, and somebody stepped out in front of me on the car, and um, and I felt the old anger thing coming in, you know, and I thought I'd been sort of leading this whole sort of serene and spiritual life, and, you know, living, you know, tried the exact nature of the wrong, and, you know, not listening to the voice, and it just, it suddenly took over and found a reason to get angry, you know, and... Um, and of course, you know, I did the whole thing. I spoke to my sponsor and stuff, and it was, it was just. I felt, you know, just it's just so hard to unstick yourself from that bloody, from that parasite, you know. And I just, it's a constant for me. It's just a constant vigilance against it, you know. I just, uh, and it, it threw me. I was like, it really fucked me up for a few hours, you know, because of, of the way I behaved. So I just wanted to share that and wanted to see if you've got anything to say that whether you can relate to that and, you know. Well, I would emphasize that you traveled lightly, it seems, for weeks on end. And then you have a little blip of the old, the old uh, system, the finite self. And then this is what we talk about instead of talking about the weeks of traveling later. Yeah. Yeah. See where the emphasis is? We remember the little blips of getting angry. Mm. Yeah. And yes. then the remembering of that shows you there's an underlying denying of the other shit going on. Yeah. The joy yeah. and you know how freaking lucky if we had a week of traveling lighter, we would be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, the amount of relief that we've exhibited in this life should be enough to, uh, initiate rainbows of gratitude forever really yeah yeah but look at the sour disposition of selfing selfing forgets a miracle in a half an hour but wants to re-engage yeah. with a seeming slight <laughs> for 40 years yeah. so yeah so anger came up yeah so what mm. anger is energy turn it mm. over yeah See what happens with anger when it's claimed by self, it makes it, it it's a it's a proving that you fucking you're exiled from that space, yeah? Yes, you got yes. angry. You're you've gotta, you know, you're in you're you're in jail now on the Monopoly board. <laughs> this is what it fucking says. Anger came up, you dealt with it, move on. Yeah. Okay. Anger is energy, yeah? Ask that power to reconfigure it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is, the head is going to assume you fucked up all the time because mm -hmm. it has you in a crouched position then, yeah? Mm -hmm. Then you're begging for crumbs. Still, It's still playing God. Yeah. When when 
anger arises, that doesn't disqualify me from being what I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't. It's just part and parcel of this event. Do you have, what do you think? You're never going to, anger is never going to arise in you? Is that, is that, is that, does that indicate that you're in a great space? You know, you're in a great space and anger arises. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm. But we okay. want to give anger the dominant influence. Oh, the anger just fucking exiled me from that great space. It doesn't have that power. Yeah, we right. give it that power. Yeah, we're so yeah. used to that playing God, that thing playing God, it keeps playing God. Yeah, that's where there's no vigilance in that. Every time you look at, every time you hear it, you'll, it's in the act of playing God. You don't have to be vigilant about it. You, rack, you recognize the mechanicalness of it. It's not like surprising. It's like being in a relationship, an abusive relationship for 19 years and being surprised when you get abused. I mean, you know it. Yeah. Mm. I don't need to watch for it. It's going to show up. I see it. <laughs> Jesus, you know. And then you see it. It comes up, goes down, comes up, goes out. What doesn't come up and go out? What? Are you that which never comes and goes? Or are you that which is coming and going? Really? Yeah? Where's the yeah. anger now? It's gone, yes? Yeah. But yeah. what you are is still here. Yes. Yes. Mm. It's, trying to it's play a whole shift in emphasis. You can't do it. But you can express it and reflect on it. You've been changed, yeah? Before a bad thought would exile me, you know, I was on probation constantly, and the probation officer was that which was playing God. I was disqualified from any grace every second of the day. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to yeah. drink like that? Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. the same thing. It wears the same uniform. It says warden on there. It's pontificating. Yet I don't listen to it. Yeah, because I see it's not that, truly. Yeah. Mm. So anger comes up and anger goes, but what I mm. am doesn't come and doesn't go. Mm. Which one do I want to have my reality based on? What comes or goes or what never came and never leaves? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If you feel like you need to be vigilant, and this and that, do it. But if you stay with this program, you're going to lose that need to be vigilant. You are. Mm. You are. I swear to God, in my feeling. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for everything. No, thank yeah. you. Thank you, mate. Thank yeah, you. Really, how cunning, baffling, and powerful this bloody thing is. It's amazing. But yeah, thank you. But what you are, what you are is truly unmoved. Mm. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a there's a there's a download called The Course in Miracles. And one of their yeah. statements is beautiful. It says, my attack thoughts are attacking my invulnerability. 
Mm. Yes. Mm. See, the thoughts is what the thoughts imply that scares you. You think they're fucking real. Mm. When you take a lot of that out of it, you're in the invulnerability. So the attack thoughts have no, they're not producing a huge reaction because they can't attack you. <laughs> yeah. Spirit doesn't need armor. Its armor is completely disarmed. Yeah. Because mm. it's untouched by that shit. Let a little of that into your day. Why not? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Do you think that because when I act like Paul, that makes me Paul? Do you really believe that? No. Because you're going to act like Paul. Yeah, you are. So if you're believing that Paul has to be completely spiritual, totally unselfish and shit like that to be what it is, that's a whole lot of work. You are that already. You're not of body, brain. You're of spirit. Yeah? Which comes first, the seer or the seeing? The seeing. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Does the seeing have anything to do with volition? Do you, before your eyes opened, do you, did you choose to see this morning? No. The eye lives open and there you are. Yeah? You're an afterthought. David and Paul is an afterthought mm. to what's actually living. Why is David and Paul so damn fucking important? When David and Paul, being the all-important center of the universe, is asleep a third of the time, every mm. day. How does the world continue without you fucking managing and controlling everything? You're out to lunch, and that's the best day. That's the best time of the day. When you're not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Most of us, seven, eight hours a day, you're asleep. <laughs> mm. And you, most people look forward to it. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not around, that's for sure. What yeah. a fucking great relief. <laughs> Quote, unquote, David, get relieved from David. Yeah. <laughs> Even David yeah. wants relief from David. That's its whole driving right there, thing. Yeah. But it wants to be to get the relief. That's not it. You're relieved from David, not for David. Or as David, it's from David. From, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't recovery like a growing up? This is a point where you grow up. You're not going to be there to get it, David. You're not. David isn't going to be the first physical body that becomes completely spiritualized. It ain't. <laughs> I keep going out of the video. That's fine. Yeah. I just want to see you laughing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 laughing at me. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Who's going to tell you you're almost completely spiritual? A mental fucking point of view. Oh, my God. I'm almost there. One more retreat should do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. 
Yeah, yeah. You don't become spirit. You are spirit. Yeah. If you think yeah. you're going to become spirit as a mental idea and a body, good luck. <laughs> Give me a progress report every 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you on the other side. Recognizing okay. how you arrive at what you are is by recognizing what you're not. That's how you arrive there because you're there already. You are a spirit right now. We're not in a process of becoming spiritual. We are, you know. Can you see that which is seen? Can you see it? Can you hear that which is hearing? No, you can, yeah? Now, you believe, the head believes it doesn't really, but it says that it's the seer and it says the body is what's seen, yeah? What, what happens if this body dies, yeah? And that thing that was emanating the body isn't looking out through the eye. Will the eye see anything without the consciousness? What would happen if that eye that couldn't see anything because the body's dead was transplanted into a live body? Would that eye facilitate vision? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not the eye that's seeing, obviously. Yes. It's what's animating us that's seeing. Do you see what's animating you? Do you see it? Does it look like someone you know? You know? No. So if that is the basis of what you call your life is, you must be from of that. Yeah, you must be of spirit. The mental state has no volition over it. When your eyes open and you're looking a certain way, you're going to see whatever's out there. You're not mm -hmm. going to say, I'm not going to see this if it, because it may appear and you'll see it. Yeah. So basically, you and I are an afterthought mm. that comes up after living is occurring. Yeah? So when all the emphasis goes on us, we lose a sense of living and we get an interpretation to take its place. Yeah? So now we're living a life that basically, and the alcoholic is a perfect example of it, there seems to be 80 of us, let's say here, but our life sound, sounds like we read from the same script. Yeah. Mm. How could that be? I'm from New York. You're from here, this and that. But we basically end up at the three same parking spaces, institution, jails and death. And we never even went out there. Go there. We didn't. We thought we were going to have a fun, a good time. But we always end up institution, jails and death. A lot of us. Yeah. Mm hmm. Where are you? Where's the great navigator? Where's the great navigator? Why didn't he put a stop to that fucking journey? Because it has no power. No power. That's the dilemma. Yeah? And why it's a dilemma is we're not admitting it. If you admit it, it becomes an incredible advantage. If you're in denial of it, it fucking persists. Yeah. That's why you, you've experienced it. I know you have. That 
when you admit your powerlessness, you feel a source of power. Yes. And you don't experience powerlessness anymore. You experience powerlessness when something that doesn't have power tries to exert it. That's when you get frustrated. That's when you resent people because they're not doing what you want. Yeah? And no one's following your freaking script. <laughs> Why? Because you have no power. Yeah? None. Yes. Yet that which is all-powerful seems to be available right where we are at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it. I would say we must be of that. We're not trying to find a hidden map to bring us to the void that's located in Nebraska. It's, we're here, yes? That which, that which is all there is, is here right now. Yeah. Can't be far away in some, in, you can't be far away from everywhere. You can't, yeah? Your unique specialness hasn't separated you from fucking anything. It's a delusionary dreaming. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah. We got a few more questions today, Paul. Your video keeps cutting out, so I'm going to keep reminding right. you. Um, you see the first up, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> All right, we're going to get gonna... a take the great, great. You don't have to see me for a while. <laughs> okay, we're going to hear from uh, Dante. What's going on, Paul? Grateful recovery alcoholic Dante. You know, hey, I love to talk about the self. You know, um, you know, I've listened to you for a while now, and uh, being the way your perception of how self is, I really agree with a lot of it. Okay, um, I would like to know your opinion. The previous guy who spoke before me and talked about, um, you know, the self becoming part of, uh, like the way you described it actually was that self was actually part of growing. This delusion of self was part of growing into it. Um, Silky puts in a doctor's opinion that talks, you know, where he says that you know, it did not satisfy us to be told that we cannot control our drinking just because we're maladjusted to life, full flight from reality, we're outright mental defective. In my own perception, in my own experience, actually, I've come to understand that this is also the thinking that I could not control my thinking because of the simple fact that I, that I was born outright mental defective. Therefore, all my, um, my, uh, my, education if you want to call it that um we grew up you know a, a few degrees off the mark i'm a carpenter sorry you know so therefore everything that i came across in life i found um instinctual but of course because of my mental defectiveness i took everything by like i said i i i, I comprehend things differently i react to things differently i don't respond to things the way the quote-unquote normal person would, would respond Therefore, uh, for the grace of God, 35 years later, here I am, full flight from reality. How do you see that as opposed to not just the drinking part, but as far as the thinking part? Because when the drinking and the drug use stopped, a lot of shit continued. <laughs> it was that simple. So, And I had no way to sort of 
momentarily, momentarily black out from the information or avoid it so it landed and a lot of reverse engineering happened basically. Yeah, I sort of, my feeling in hindsight was I saw the problem from the solution. And then part of seeing the problem from the solution, you see how the hell the problem seems to appear. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you see. And uh, <laughs> I've just been sharing it, you know, ever since, really. But, but my question really is, though, is, though, as like you said, you had mentioned how self was something that was kind of in the way I'm comprehending it is was in the maladjustment part of life. You know, like you said, that we are not, because I do agree, we're not human people, human beings having a spiritual experience, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. I agree with that 110%. My question is, though, is not, is what you're saying is, well, maybe the way I'm interpreting it is that it's in the maladjustment to life where self, this delusion is created. Which got me to be restless uh, in the spiritual matter. Well, I don't know about that. I think um, the maladjustments may bring it to your attention quicker, so you can see the activity. I don't believe there's a self. I believe there's an activity called selfing. I use the word self in these recovery things because this is what AA uses. But my experience is there is no self, there's selfing, which is a mental activity. I don't know, uh, it may go to more a more extreme state with maladjustments, but it's, gonna, it's going to, mm, the selfing is just an act of claiming that you're the doer of a lot of shit you have nothing to do with, that you're the seer when you have nothing to do with the seeing, that you're the hearer when you have nothing to do with the hearer, that when there's a problem, you think it's your problem, and that you, you're a person who has lots of problems. It's this kind of implying uh, of being a certain thing that I believe is the, the projecting of selfing, yeah? The imagery of selfing implies that we're something already, yeah? So... It's a hard one to explain in a minute or two, but uh, I don't believe there's a self to be identified as. I believe there's a verb called the identification as self. It's different. I'm not speaking about the verb is identification and self is the noun. I'm saying the whole thing is a verb. The act of being identified as self is what selfing supports. And selfing is that narration in one's head, yeah, that we tend to be listening to quite religiously for some of us, yes? So please relieve me of the bondage of self would look like uh, you lost interest in the thoughts and now you're gaining interest in being directed by something prior to thoughts, yeah? I can't, you can't see me, but uh, I'm, I think I've stopped now. <laughs> okay. It's because the host, the host has disabled me, it says. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'll <laughs> enable you. Uh, go ahead. Jeez, right. come on. Uh, you cannot start your video because the host has disabled it. All right. 
Okay. How you doing, Paul? It's G. Long time. Been working and I, and I happened to make it to the meeting today. So good to hear you. Nice to see you. I ha I've got a question and there's no real appropriate way to ask this question, but it's something that I was that was bothering me. Hey, G, G, before you have the question, what I'm going to, I just want to share Anne and stuff. The little short bit we just did of selfing, it's the accumulation of hearing it at these meetings is going to bring you a sense of it more than trying to figure it out. Yes? Just trust this process. I've been under it myself. We're putting stuff out there. It's not for you to get. We're trying to get through you to what you are. Yes? Yeah. It's not, I'm not trying to convince Anne. Anne is the obstacle. We're trying to get through Anne to what you are. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I noticed, because I've been in this situation a lot, that if you just stay here, have the repetition work, yeah? It's going to bring up stuff that you don't have to call up or try to beseech. It will show up and more will be un more will be understood and more will be revealed. Yeah. So, all right, G, go back. Okay, yeah. So, thanks, Paul. Um, so, what's happened is, so I was in a meeting the other day and the topic of the AA meeting was surrender. And, you know, I shared something my sponsor told me about surrender in AA and then I shared something my sponsor sponsor shared about surrender and you know I, I didn't say where i got it from i just shared it and someone in the meeting happened to have heard it before from my sponsor sponsor and they said i've heard someone say that and i was like yeah he has said that but he's my sponsor sponsor so when you said that um I, you know i don't want to sound like i'm all wise and into you know mr knowledgeable i'd rather just be one of the just the a regular member of just, just just whatever just be a regular person in a meeting you see what what's happened with me now is is I would like to just be that too. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm Mr. Knowledgeable, but I've got into this routine of being always solution based and trying to share like trying to you know trying to share well on the topic or whatever or whatever the person's talk about. Just so it makes me feel good and 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 to encourage other people. But the truth is, what goes on in my head is nothing like what I say because. Um, the other day also, there's a member who's been ill for like a year and he gets better, he gets ill and his enemy, and, and my head was like, shit, when is this guy gonna die? And I was like, shit, I can't believe I actually thought that. And I was, I felt so guilty, I didn't say anything, but it went through my head. And then I was like, does my face give off the, the notion that that's what I thought? Like, how can I pass off, just be like, I was like, I'll pray for you, I pray you get well, pray, you know, I had to do, and I, and I genuinely did pray for him. And then, hey, um, hey, G, hey, G, yeah. let's say you're a hose, yes? Mm. Oil can come through it, water can come through it. It's not you. Yeah. When you're being used at a group, it's not you talking. Something's talking through you, yeah? Mm. When you're listening to self, self is always talking to you, to you. This spirit talks through you. Yes? You're not the one that said fucking anything. That's why you can keep saying it. Once you believe, once you think you're the one, once the host thinks it's the water, there's no water coming through. <laughs> yeah? 
And then the stuff that, oh, when's this guy going to die? Those thoughts aren't yours, nor are the great lovely thoughts. Neither of them are yours. Yes? This is traveling lighter. Do you think I come, do you think I prepare for these talks? If I thought I was the speaker, it would probably be wise to prepare. I've never thought I'm the speaker. <laughs> I never have. From the beginning, when I started to share in AA, I felt a distinct difference between the yapping that goes on all day and what was coming through me in, at a meeting. Yes? Now, I've become more familiar with that which is coming through me because it's come through me th quite a lot. So <laughs> it's obvious it really has nothing to do with me. Yeah, it's beautiful in a lot of ways. And it would be nice if you could apply the same thing to the shit that goes on in the head because it actually has nothing to do with you either. Yeah? This is what I this is where I have trouble with, okay? Because many of us adapt to it very quickly when we get recovery. We start having a lot of gratitude because we have a sense something is doing through us what we couldn't do for ourselves. Yes? Yes? Yes. yes. Why don't we apply that same principle to when before we got sober? Wasn't something doing through us what we would have never done by ourselves? Where are, why aren't we recognizing the problem as foreign when we recognize the sources of the solution as foreign? We're always praising God, the higher power. Why aren't you putting the blame where it's meant to be put? On the parasite. Did, did, when you were under the influence, did you do a lot of shit that you would have never wanted to do? Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yet, the story is that it was you. Mm. Now, all this beautiful shit comes through you, and the story, it's the higher power. Why not apply the same story you're in now to the past? But in that case, it was the lower power. Instead of having guilt and shame by owning all that shit that the gorilla did through you, at least pin it on the gorilla for fucking once. Do you see it? It's, yeah. it's, see, when the good's coming through, fuck, all right, gratitude, higher power. When the shit's coming through, it must be me. <laughs> <laughs> the same old, same old call. Nothing's ever like changed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like you can't apply it. You're applying it in recovery with the higher power getting all the gratitude and all the honoring. Why not apply it to the past? Why do we do an inventory? Not to see my resentments, but to see the manifestations of self in my life. So I can see the foreignness of what I've been, you know, that field has been har being harvested year after year for guilt and shame just to heavy you out by the parasite. When are you going to reclaim that fucking space and turn it over to the higher power? Yeah? Oh no, because it's, it's scary not to be the old identified 
Paul or the old identified G. We constantly keep pledging allegiance to that. Yeah? What does it say in our program? Our program written in the book. Unless you let go of your old ideas, the result will be nil. What's the oldest fucking idea? It's G. It's Paul. That's the oldest idea. How are you going to let go of that old idea if you're that old idea? You're not that old idea. Yeah? That old idea is having you. You're not having it. Surrender that old idea to the higher power. And maybe there'll be a new G you find out about. Instead of the old G eclipsing all the newness, the newness will, not, will negate the old G. Yeah? You can see it here at these talks. There's like weeks of the solution and what they speak about is the problems effect. Yeah. Weeks of the solution producing ease and comfort. Oh, that doesn't mean shit. But I was mad at somebody. Oh, all right. There we go. Bring in all the police. Oh, you should be arrested. Back on probation again. You got mad. Yeah. But in fact, that was a tiny blip in weeks and weeks of traveling lighter. Where's the emphasis? Why not stop taking your own counsel? Yeah, be open to find out about G instead of starting with I know G is a motherfucking asshole. Maybe find out about G. Hmm? Yeah. It's, a, it's truly amazing. It just regroups and re reapplies itself. G, 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 Paul, 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 Paul. If you don't... It's not going to stop. You just see it is not you. I'm telling you. Yeah? You start seeing it's not you. That's where the change is. You're hoping that it changes by not doing what it does mechanically. It's going to mechanically do it. The change is a loss of interest in it. Why? Because it's not about you. Yeah? If alcoholism was you, then there'd be a lot of yous running around in this Zoom. But each you thinks they're special and unique and have been crowned a special you called me. It's all, it's just manufactured. Yeah. Remember when you used to be a young, you just walk through a door. Now there's a narration. Should I walk through the door? I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's like you can't even take a shit anymore. It's just like constantly going over every fucking minutiae of a day. We're not that important. Yeah? yeah. Turn off that fucking lighthouse and let it fucking... <laughs> the lighthouse is just stuck on you. It's supposed to go like this. It's just on you all day. It's supposed to rotate panoramic view so that you can see yourself in a right-sized manner instead of like a spotlight on you all day. It's, it's crazy. We have, you know, 
Obsession with self is an activity. It's an activity. Yeah? It's a condition that implies another condition. The selfing implies there's a self. Yeah? And then you start and you stop there all day. All right. I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening. Am I still here at this meeting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are here. And we can see you. I thought the Zoom gods cut off the mic finally. <laughs> um, we've got uh, Annette coming in now, Paul. Hi, Paul. Um, my question is um, that um, I became very quiet as a child and um, found it really difficult to communicate. Um, is that a behavior that I need to, if I want to become free of self, do I have to overcome that behavior? No. Nope. Now, if you truly need to, then you may, but you don't have to, no. The idea is seeing you're not that which was shy, yeah? That's all it is. It's not about changing any behavior. Those will be changed if you're in the program. It's about seeing who's the one that thinks they have to change so much. If you're not you, if that's not you, you'll lose interest in all these shenanigans of change and you may sense an okayness and a sense of acceptance. It will feel quite foreign in the beginning, but maybe you're okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just maybe. You're okay if you get angry or you don't get angry. Yeah. <laughs> For example, in meetings, there's a lot of opinion about whether you have to share. And um, it's very rarely that I actually get an impulse to say something. That's fine, hun. Yeah. Okay. That may change. You know, that may change. You know, I, I've been involved in the community, so there was times where I was sharing a lot that I don't share and stuff like that. Yeah. Just have a, have a feeling, hopefully, based on observation that you're in good hands, yeah? So that you can be happy sort of laying on the operating table. Don't get up when your head says to get up and don't play doctor and things go well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I got to take a break for a minute. All right. Okay. And yep. I'll be right gotcha. back. Okay. Oops. A little uh, commercial break. If you've never been here before, Paul has his non-duality sessions on another. These are another two Zoom meetings that happen on a Wednesday and a Saturday. The next one is Saturday, and that's at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and that will be, what's that, 4.30 p.m. Eastern and 9.30 p.m. in the UK and Ireland and 8.30 a.m. in Sydney and Melbourne in Australia. And they're really, really great. You can find them at Zen Bitchlap 
zoom.com the zoom it's a zoom room you click straight in there you go into the zoom room and you go straight to the meeting and the other one's on a wednesday at 7 p.m pacific um <clears throat> which is so what's that 10 p.m eastern and um silly o'clock in the uk so yeah but uh, those get along if you've never been to any of those before then i certainly recommend them they're they are uh, really, really useful, and they've been a big help to me and I think to many other people. So highly recommend them. And that zenbitchlab.com, as, uh, as Anne has said, you'll find all these T-shirts, which are really fetching. I don't know if anyone's seen the T-shirts. Has anyone actually bought a T-shirt? No? They're really good. Very, very, very nice. And you get T-shirts, videos, audios, and his book, which is about recovery, which is really great, which is... Um, under a rest, which is uh, really good. And that's strictly about recovery from Paul's perspective. So it's, it's highly recommended. All right, I'm back. Do you have any more questions? Oh, yes, under arrest. Oh, yeah. Um, we don't have any more questions, Paul. Um, but, you know, I had something happen this week where, where, um, where somebody told me uh, that I was operating under my id and that I wasn't even aware of it, but I was being ruled by these things. And, and you know, I just didn't know how to respond to that. Um, yeah. You know, I, well, I, I would have said, said, hey, keep your, your id opinions to yourself. <laughs> that, that's that's what I said, but it wasn't quite polite. <laughs> and then I just moved on. Which you see which, the thing with the with what we're attempting, the base we're trying to share from, mm -hmm. the interested wouldn't be uh, something's ruling is ruling your life. The interest would be, is there anyone that's life's being ruined? Yeah. Yeah. The, the sense of ownership that it's you somehow that's uh, getting ruined by id, let's say. I want to question that whole equation. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're not that which is getting ruined by the id. Yeah. Then you'd, you'd lose interest in it all. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. the old idea is it's you. You don't give a shit if someone else's life is getting ruined by the id, do you? I haven't thought of anyone today. Yeah. That motherfucking id, where is it? It's ruining someone's life right now. Yeah, but so if you take the idea of you out of it, yes, ids can ruin people's lives. All right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. takes away so much volume. It's sort of like this, this one way of seeing it makes every fire, every TN, you know, dynamite stick like a firecracker. Yeah. It just pulls out the fucking, uh, gunpowder. Yeah. It just does because it's all you, you're packing everything into it. It has nothing to do with a life being overruled by it. It's your life being overruled by it. You, 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 you. That's why we're going there. Because that's giving so much weight to everything else that comes after. Yeah? And in my sense, I got stopped there in the seat assignment. 
I don't go anywhere else. That's the only thing I have an interest in. Because if, I, if you don't see you're not that, you're going to be looking from it all the time. Yeah? And I don't really care much about what's going to happen after. I just want to point it out now. Yeah? This is where you lose interest in self. You lose interest in being the one that's life is being ruled by it. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Absol absolutely. Because, it's you sort know, of like if you're feeling, if you're flipped out that you could be destitute next week. You're not, but you're flipped out. Yeah. So the idea of destitution is being used to emphasize you now. And so what happens if, if it isn't you that's going to be destituted next week, you lose interest in it, does, don't you? Yeah. If there's you that's thinking he could be destitute next week, there's tons of interest in that. Tons of it. You may call up a number of people talking about, I'm so afraid I'm going to be destitute next week. Yes? That is what we're questioning. That little sense of being the one that t takes ownership of all the forecasts and the prognoses and the, and the terrible things that could occur. All that meaning of all those things comes from us. It's you. Yeah? Mm -hmm. It's you. And you know when you, when you is worried about destitution, it's not the destitution. It's that I'm bad if I'm destitute. And if I'm bad, no one's going to want to be with me. And if no one's going to want to be with me, I'll never be loved and therefore so on and so forth. You see? It's just meaning upon meaning upon meaning. And it's all sitting, it could be a skyscraper because the foundation of you is sound. You, the you you're not, yeah? So the mental state builds shit up on you. We're talking about taking that out, yes? The skyscrapers can't stand without that phony foundation. They can't, mm -hmm. yeah? Mm -hmm. They'll collapse. You'll be bored in about five minutes. Yeah, about you being destitute next week. I swear to God. And I know, and I, it's been reverse engineered, thousands of examples of that. And I'm telling you the reverse engineering. You, you is what, all the, all the meaning that's being given to everything is coming through you. Let's see if that you is not you. The meanings will, instead of all these focus, it'll be panoramic, yeah? This too shall pass. Shit like that will become obvious. Yeah? Mm -hmm. you lose your, you'll lose interest in self and gain interest in others, and you'll lose interest in your little plans and designs. When, you're, when you have plans and designs, they seem big, don't they? Obviously. Someone else's plans and designs don't seem big. Because they're not yours. Mm -hmm. Take out the you and you'll see them as little plans and designs. Maybe when you see them as little plans and designs, you'll see a much larger plan and design going on. Yes, you may. But you ain't going to see it when they're big. They're going to block out the real plan and the real design of what's going on. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So we lose interest in self. 
That's the prerequisite. Then you gain interest in others. You don't gain interest in others as self. You lose interest in self and then gain interest in others. Yes? Why is that? Because there's an inordinate amount of interest in self. So you can't gain interest in others. So that has to be corrected. And then these are the effects. Yeah? Inventory. I was defeated by self's manifestations. So let's not call them mine anymore. So when I'm going to write, I'm not going to write about my resentments because they're not my resentments. They aren't. They're not my fears. They aren't. They're not my acting out. They aren't. I'm going to, but they're acting out. There's fears and resentments. Let's write them down and see how self has defeated me. Yeah? By inventorying the manifestations. And you'll see a pattern of how self defeats you. You'll see a pattern of what self takes to be important. You will, because its manifestations are going to circle around that topic. So if it's the way you look, that's where you're going to have resentments and anxiety and shit like that. So now you realize, wait a minute. Yeah? So you recognize the managing, the failed managing of self managing our life. Fucking, you'll come to a conclusion. What's that? Find out, you know. But at least you got the exact nature of the wrong clear. Now move on. And you'll see the exact nature of the solution. You will. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah, thank, thank you, Paul. And and just you before before G came in, you said something about this just being a process of hearing it over and over and over again. And, you know, hearing this and this, this, this almost barrage of the same message finally does, it sinks in and it, and it, and, and the, the interest just goes, it's, it's amazing. Just amazing. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, Well, I've watched it over the years. That's why this has been an incredible opportunity because I can't do this at AA meetings, obviously, but so we have our own platform where we can emphasize the same point over and over again. And there's like a, it's not a transmission between me and you. There's, it's a transmission of grace to grace in a way. And I have faith in it because I've watched it. I've watched it tons of times where people they hear the same thing and then the light goes on yes yeah and then the whole house once one of the one room goes on then the possibility of the other rooms going on go on now their light their house gets lit up yeah fucking now the energy instead of going into the slavery of selfing is enlivening is enriching your day yeah the same energy that's enslaving you to yesterday and tomorrow now enriches you so it's not amazing to me. You know, I'm amazed that it takes so long, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a stubborn, stubborn habit of mental reassertion that you have to get through, you know? And I feel like we're doing it, so. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not hoping for this to work. It works. I'm not hoping for this to work. I'm reporting in it works because I've watched it. I've watched it in my own laboratory. Yeah. yeah. And it, this head was is insane. And it was <laughs> ravenous. And it took me to unbelievable levels of demoralization. Mm. It did. And it has. And playing it so big, it revealed itself. I didn't die, so I got to see it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you're not that. You're not of thought. You're not. You're not of time. I don't know what you are, but I know what you're not. Yeah. And it's a... There's relief and then there's relief. A systemic relief is unbelievably different than a relief in the system. Yeah. A systemic relief is different than relief in the system completely. Yeah. You truly get a sense of being free from the bondage of self. The problem does not exist for you right now. That's unbelievable. That's an unbelievable solution. It's unbelievable, really. For the problem not to exist for us right now is an unbelievable solution. Yeah. 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 And I'll just keep coming as long as I can keep coming because uh, I know what it takes. The head is repeating constantly. So we have to beat it with its own game, repetition. We do. Yeah. Because it's constantly re repeating. What do, you, what do you think a resentment is? Is a repeating, a refeeling. Yeah. It's constantly repeating all day. We're using part of the poison for the solution, in a sense, repetition. How you've been here a lot of the months, have we basically ever changed the, the foundation of the topic? No, have we? Have we gone off on some tangent? No, we haven't, have we? Nope, no, you know, it's, yeah. It's there you go. The same, what does the book say? It's, it, it's the middle of the road. Just put it out there, put it out there. And then hopefully you'll be honest enough to report your observations that begrudgingly you're traveling lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't understand it. I don't trust it, but it is happening far out. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. We got, a, we got I, another question. All right, another question, yeah. Yeah, Debbie's going to come in. Hi, everyone. I'm Debbie. It's really nice to be in this space with you. And, David, thanks so much for the, uh, the direction, the indications come over here. Um, Paul, thanks ever so much. And, actually, you just answered um, just before uh, Anna put up her, you know, was asking you that question. I was just thinking a similar thing when... Um, Oh, I've gone a bit self-conscious. Um, but you answered the question. You answered the question by that simple thing of saying, keep uh, saying to someone, saying to others, keep your inner opinions to yourself. 
because I find, you know, I have, I've really struggled over the last few years with the most hideous knockdown relationship. And it's been like, what the fuck is all this about? When I came into this uh, relationship, I was so full of joy and I was so free. And I was really living in a very nice zone a lot of the time. And it's happened to me a couple of times that when I'm at my freest, uh, you know, yeah, my freest, when I'm at my freest, a, a blocking energy will come towards me and pick holes until, you know, they're making a bloody spray hose out of me rather than just allowing me to be. Um, so that lovely answer really of just suggests to another that perhaps they keep their own opinions to themselves was great because it's a tremendous relief to be able to walk away from things that just don't, that, that attack something about, you know, I don't, I don't understand why there's this great attack on on. On, on joy, on spirit, I just, it, it blows my mind. Why would, why would we, why would people want to be that unkind um, and, and try to squash you back into something that's kind of like, you know, something that's manageable and, and stays where it's supposed to and does what it's supposed to rather than allow the spirit to just be that, you know. That's good, Deb, with that. <laughs> What's good in that situation is to see your role in things also. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it that you stay and stuff like that? That's very revealing. Yeah. But there's always going to be sort of uh, when there's a, a big release, there's going to be a drive to contract. The head is a very jealous system. It doesn't want you to be free. It doesn't mind if you try to be free as it, but it doesn't want you to be free from it. It just doesn't, yeah? Because it it's a, has a parasitical nature. It needs us more than we actually, we need it, yeah? It's, it's life depends on us. So, and it will fight it as if that's the case. So, yeah, usually, especially in the beginning when new information was coming in, there would be big shifts, you know, big expansion, then a, like roadblocks and contraction. But that down the road changes and it's just sort of like you're not on a, on a much trafficked road. You're just wandering. Nothing's really happening much. And <laughs> <laughs> that's so lovely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. So that's a and freedom, then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the power of attraction is powerful when that you may get blocks may arise, but that that transmission continues. It starts bringing lightness to it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Things that assist in the lightness, not fight it. Yes. Remember, uh, we're on the winning side. Yeah. We are. We're on. We're in good hands, and whatever we're going to go through is going to be put to good use, not by us, but through us. Yes, yeah. this power is going to use whatever we get. We uh, come up against, and I'm a real believer of uh, 
what they used to have a statement in America, God will never give you more than you can handle. Yeah. But I like it. God will never give you more than it can handle. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, it's been a tremendous relief. I think that whole five years has actually been a, my, um, uh, my, yeah, the, this, um, struggle through all that crap to go actually um that's just crap let go of it that's your that's that's just crap don't let it don't let it in don't let it in have have more faith in 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 god in in god's hands for want of a better phrase well, yeah. you know just that that's they're the most beautiful that's the most beautiful loving energy that I, I've ever experienced in my life. And it's made me... Remember uh, when you were younger in AA, that. when we were younger in AA and people would say, just don't let it in, it would be, what the fuck, you know? If I could, I would. <laughs> if I could not let it in, the problem is it's already in and it won't go out. <laughs> but see, that's the problem is lack of power. Now we have power. So that, that which we're not is out. And therefore, you have the grace not to let it in. Yeah. Yes? yes? Yeah. You've seen it as foreign. You're not seeing it as you. That would be, it's already in. You're seeing it as out. And you're in. And there's a quite a huge difference. And this recognition of inness can keep that out. Yes. Yeah. Yes? With the power of the grace. Definitely. But first, we've got to see what isn't really in as out. We've got to see that we're not the disease. We're not that which is talking to us and implying me isn't me. Yeah. There's got to be a sense of healthy suspicion around that. And then you recognize what you're not, which is out of you. And you're now in and you can see it is out, and now you have some power. Yes? Yeah. 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 All right. Thank you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Um, Let's end with that one, I think, eh? Yeah, that's it for today. Perfect timing. Great, great. Well, Kaiser, nice to see you, my friend. Yeah. Mike, as always, nice to see you, Mike. Debbie? Thank you for that share. Paul, as always. Rob Farr, pleasure to see you there. Donna, Luis, nice to see you, Donna. Raven, uh, I'd like to see you every week, Raven. Uh, Walter, Walter from Amsterdam. Nice to see you. And some other anonymous person there. Nice to see you also. <laughs> And we got Kurt, as always. Kurt, thanks for all the support. Fantastic. Anne, pleasure. Great job today. Yeah. Yeah, great meeting, Paul. Beatrice, Rich A, and, uh, and uh, an anonymous B. Nice to see both of you. Hey, Rich. We got, we got Bev. We got Nina. Nice to see you, Nina. Pleasure to meet you now. Yeah, yeah. We got Stefan. Pleasure, Stefan. 
Mickey, the matriarch of Madeira. Nice to see you, Mickey. Monique, my old friend from Alberta. Nice to see you, honey. Uh, G, as always, a pleasure, G. I always miss you when you're not here. Jeremy, pleasure. Tom, Hudax, yes, nice to see you. Ross, bundled up. He's in the he's in the great north, the tundra. Malcolm, nice to see you, Malcolm. Thank you for everything. Annette, pleasure. Justin, nice to see you, Justin. There, Maggie, Andreas, he's Swedish, not Norwegian. Let's keep that clear. <laughs> <laughs> we got Ami. Ami is from Seattle. Nice to see you, Amy. Yeah, is it a me or Amy? Amy. Amy. Uh, we got Ann. We got Malcolm. We got Ross. These people were there. Dana, John W. Always Sharon, Ruth, Joseph. Hey, thanks everybody for coming today. Uh, Justin, nice to see you there. Leah, you feeling different today, honey? Yes. There you go. Yeah. And uh, I said hello to Annette and Maggie. Oh, yeah, such nice, nice uh, visages. Thank you. The warmth is coming off the Zoom. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you, everybody. I'll see you, uh, people who are interested in the non-duality Saturday and Wednesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays for recovery. Go to zenbitchslap.com. All the links are there. It's all Pacific time. And uh, yeah, have a nice day, everyone. See you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. Everyone. Mm -hmm.